0: Hi, I'm Liz from Liz Gets Loaded. That's the money kind of loaded, but this is the show where I sit in my closet, drink wine, and talk about money and anxiety. I have both. Hello, hello, hi. Let's talk about February and how it went from a money perspective. I've got like my savings rate, things I spent money on that I liked, things I spent money on that I didn't like, and kinds of good stuff for you. So uh, let's start with the most interesting thing in my mind that happened in my budget in February, and that is that I lost track of a paycheck because I've been using the software You Need a Budget, or some people call it YNAB, and I really like it, I do, but it is confusing. And I get very confused about, it has this bucket of money called ready to assign. So when you have income coming in, it goes into the ready to assign category and then you assign it out. So like I get paid, that money sits in the ready to assign bucket until I say, "Okay, I'm going to assign these dollars to groceries and I'm going to assign these dollars to my mortgage or whatever." And it's great. I really like the the reason that they do that is so you're just budgeting with the money that you have, but it doesn't really show you like, "Hey, here's how much income you've had this month" or like, "Here's how much total you've spent this month" because if there was a view and, and you can, you can get there in reports, but if there was a view that just said like, Hey, here's your total incoming paychecks for the month, I would have noticed that something was off, but I didn't. And so for some reason I was just like, man, I just feel really broke this month, but I guess that's kind of the point of having a budget. Like all your dollars have a job and they're all assigned out. But what actually happened was I switched bank accounts and I added this bank account to YNAB like one day after this paycheck deposited. And so it didn't capture that transaction. So just this morning, as I was going through and trying to reconcile everything for February and, we were having our monthly money date, I was like, oh, we're missing a paycheck. Like This this income feels low. It's off by by a good chunk. And so I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing that I went the whole month without realizing that it was missing. I think it probably says a good thing about the place that I am with money and maybe a bad thing about the way YNAB works. But maybe, maybe it's the opposite. Maybe it says something good about YNAB. I don't know. Anyways, so I was missing a paycheck and then I found it. So I was really happy about that. And the second headline for me is that uh, our savings rate was over 40%. No, it was technically over 40%. It was 40.1%, but I don't get a lot of big savings rate these days. I have said this a lot of times, but if you're new, I used to, we used to regularly hit a savings rate of over 50%. And then the year before last, I decided to purchase an expensive home and said expensive home came with a rather large mortgage payment. And so now that mortgage payment eats up a good part of the budget. And it would be really challenging for us to hit a 50% month really ever. Like this was a pretty good month. Actually, there wasn't too much that jumped out. The only thing is I did prepay part of my property taxes. I'm going to do a whole, will I do an episode on this? Will anyone want to listen to an episode about escrow (laughs) accounts on mortgages? Long story short, a lot of mortgages will force you to have an escrow account, meaning they'll force you to pay a little bit on top of your principal and interest on your mortgage payment. And then they set that money aside and then your mortgage company pays your property taxes and your homeowner's insurance for you, which is great. I think for most people, because that way you don't have to think about paying that big bill once or twice a year. You just pay a little bit extra every month and it gets paid automatically. I, you know, most people aren't like so obsessive about their finances that they have like an Instagram account (laughs) and a podcast about them. So I, like I said, I think that that works really well for a lot of people, but I would rather just pay it myself. So, um, in any case, that was, that was kind of the only big expense this month that popped out. I always want to know when looking at other people's budgets, like the first thing I look at is food. I don't know about you. I look at housing and then I look at food and this month, it was actually like pretty good. So our total food spending for two adults who are not trying hard at all to like not spend a lot of money on food was $1,200, $1,213. So $1,213, basically 1200 bucks. And that broke down. So groceries was the biggest chunk at $671. I will say that's low for us, but we did have an $80 gift card to Costco that was from a few, a lot of times if you book trips through Costco travel, they throw in a Costco gift card. So we had an $80 $80 Costco gift card that we use this month. Otherwise, so let's see 671 plus 80 would that would be like it would have been 750 otherwise. But yeah, I was pumped about that. And then restaurants was $364, which I would say is about average. I was looking, we went, so I I do count, I, I count restaurants separately from takeout and coffee. And I'll I'll tell you the numbers for those. So just like a sit down restaurant. We went four times. We and twice was with friends, and then twice was just the two. Of us and so $364 for four times of eating out that feels like pretty good so a, let's see a, we had a brunch um like a good dinner out and like a super cheap happy hour kind of taco dinner out. And then another different Mexican restaurant. Mexican is my favorite food. Um, kind of a casual weeknight dinner. So I felt pretty good about that. Takeout was $119. The bulk of that was ordering Thai food one time, which I think was like 60 or $70. And then a night of ordering pizza, which I think was like 30 or $40. And then the rest was little stuff. Like getting a slice of pizza at Costco was $2. And I, if I ever have to drive myself to work and I don't carpool, I go through McDonald's and that's like $4 and things like that kind of add up. And then in the coffee category, um, we spent $59 at coffee shops. And here's an exciting headline, uh, this month on alcohol, wine and beer and spirits, $0, which almost never happens. I mean, it's called Liz gets loaded, not Liz gets hydrated. <laughs> But I, I, so I posted my budget many times and I often post next to the the alcohol line item, like, oh, I was stocking up, right? Like I went to the big liquor store, so I stocked up on, on this good wine I like or something. And you can only say you're stocking up every month, right? Like everyone's while well, you have to have a month where you're not stocking up. And so this was definitely a month where I quote unquote shopped the pantry and just drank what we already had in the wine fridge or in the, in the liquor cabinet. So it was fine. We had good stuff in there. <laughs> All right. So that's food. Like I said, $1,200 for two adults who aren't trying that hard. Like that feels actually pretty good to me. And I'm always curious. I'm always very impressed by people who can do it a lot lower. And I'm always sort of jealous of people who have much higher numbers. Cause I think that they probably eat much more exciting food than I do. Another item I was looking at, one thing that jumped out to me that's really consistent was driving is always about $210. The past couple months, it's been about the same and I don't have a car payment. So it's, it's about that $210 breaks down to it's a little over a hundred dollars for the insurance. The gas is like, I, I fill up about once a month for about $60, $50 or $60. The tolls are about $30, depending on how often I drive myself to work. And then parking usually ends up being a couple bucks. It's really interesting to me, though, to think that like even as someone who doesn't have a car payment and who rarely drives, it still ends up being more than $200 a month. And on top of that, I just got a car repair bill for more than $4,000. That's gonna, I didn't pay that until the beginning of March though. So that'll show up in March's budget. But it just feels like driving is really expensive, even as someone without a car payment. And even as someone who doesn't drive very much, so I'm not spending tons of money on gas. Like it just really adds up. It's so I would love to have zero cars. As a two person household, we only have one car. I'd love to drop down to zero, but I just, the flexibility of being able to go jump in the car and go somewhere is something I'm willing to pay for at this point. So I thought that was interesting trend. I know. So it's, it's pretty consistent each month. Uh, let's see what else. Oh, a couple things that I bought that I was really excited about. Um, okay. So my number one thing, this was like a total splurge and felt so luxurious. I bought a $100 bottle of perfume. I just smelled someone else's perfume. And I was like, that is amazing. What is that? And they told me what it was. It's, oh, I'm forgetting the name of it. It's it's by Chanel. It's not Chanel Number Five. It's called like Coco Mademoiselle, I think, something like that. And I was just like, wow, that smells great. I've been wanting to start wearing perfume. I just think that feels like a very luxe, adult, lovely thing. And so I bought it a few weeks ago, and I've been wearing it most days, and I love it. Like even when I just kind of catch a whiff of it on myself, and like, oh. I so much. And so I'm really enjoying that. And I was also happy that I just smelled someone else's and was like, okay, yeah, that sounds great. I'm just going to go buy what you have rather than having to try a bunch because I was finding that I had been wanting to start wearing perfume, but I found the idea of like going in and trying to smell things and trying to pick something out, like very daunting. So I was just very happy to copy someone else's homework. So I was happy to buy that perfume. Another thing that I bought that like changed my life for the better was I bought a, a gooseneck clip-on holder thing a jig for my treadmill. So it will hold my iPad, like up in front of my face. So I bought a used uh, treadmill a couple, I think a couple months ago now. And it has a little lip on it, like on the control panel. So it has a spot to put an iPad, but it's, you have to look down and it feels like a little bit far away. So I bought this thing that will just hold it like right in front of my face. And I oh, I love it so much. <laughs> I'm so happy. It was $26. It was definitely one of the things that I was like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm happy. I didn't wait on it. Cause sometimes with that, I'm like, well, do I really need it? And I'll wait a long time. And I was really happy that I just knew that it was going to make my life better and that I purchased it. And it'll hold a phone or an iPad. Um, if I remember, I'll put it in the show notes, but I might not remember. And then the last thing I jotted down that I was excited that I bought last month that made me happy was a soil meter. This is $10, um, also names on purchase. And I've, I'm not good with house plants. <laughs> I just even the ones that are supposed to be easy and even the ones that are supposed to be hard to kill. I just I don't know they die in my hands. And so I bought a soil meter that helps me understand like what's the pH of the soil, what is the moisture level of the soil. Should I water this? Is it dry? Is it you know is it deep down? Is it still kind of like uh, does it have enough water? And then it also measures the light that it gets, which which sounds a little silly, but like I had a plant in what I thought was like a pretty indirect sunny spot, but this meter was telling me that it was very dark. So I'm trying to be better. I'm trying to be a better plant parent to my plants that are in my charge. And I, I pulled it out the other day. I was going to water. I have a fiddle leaf And what I've read is that you want to water them and then really let them dry out in between. And I had watered it and I couldn't remember how long. And I was like, yeah, it looks like it needs to be watered. And I pulled out that little meter and I put it in. I was like, nope, it does not need to be watered. So good job me for, uh, for not doing that. Uh, so those are the fun things that I spent money on that I was like, okay, I spent money on this and that felt really good. The couple things I spent money on that didn't feel great. I mean, this one's kind of a funny one. So I have had to switch one of my pets to a kind of fancy food and it's like $75 a month. And I'm happy to pay it because I am an animal lover and I take the health of my pets very seriously, but it's just such a big increase (laughs) and it comes in these bags and I have to like, it's refrigerated and it just feels like, it just feels like a pain. And it's a lot of plastic that it comes in. Anyways, I'm not super pumped about that. And oh, that was the only thing I wrote down that I wasn't excited to spend money on uh two other things that i thought oh here's one that was kind of exciting i got to skip my electric bill this month which is great because it was more than 300 this is just a timing thing like i paid the last bill on the last day of january and then i went in to update the automatic billing to my new bank account and it said like okay we're going to charge you the first week of march so because the payments are like 38 days apart or something i just got to totally skip february so i was pumped about that and oh another thing that was kind of fun. I prepaid my cell phone bill and that was $400. And I did that. I'm trying to be better about travel hacking. I'm not great at it. I'm okay at it. Like I'll remember to use the right credit card when I go to a restaurant or to look and understand if there's a discount, maybe attached to my credit card before buying something, but um, I'm not really good at getting a lot of credit card points and then spending them. But I had to pay, what was I paying? I can't remember. I I had to pay for something. And so I opened a new credit card and then I also prepaid my cell phone bill on it. I use. Mint Mobile. I absolutely love Mint Mobile. If you want um, a referral code, let me know and I can send you a link where I'm sure we both get something. I'm sure we both get something. And so $400 is basically an entire year of service for both of us, which is really great. I think that's like $30 a month. Hang on. Yes, correct. It's $33 a month for both of us. It's not unlimited data because I don't need unlimited data. I think I have whatever the cheapest plan is. I think it's four gigs of data a month, but I am nearly always on Wi Fi at home or at work. And if I ever go over, I mean, you just pay a little bit more to have more data that month. It's still like such a good savings. And then also I've just kind of mindfully turned off the ability for my cell phone to use cellular data for some things that I don't necessarily need or want to use that for. So like I have it set up. So my podcast app, I use overcast to listen to podcasts. I have it set up. So it downloads them only when it's on Wi-Fi because that, that, really, that really tripped me up one time. Like I walked out the front door to go on a walk. I opened up my overcast app and downloaded, like, I, I guess I hadn't downloaded any podcasts in a couple of days and it was like, oh great. I'm going to download all of your podcasts. And then that ate up like half my data for the month. So that was no good. Like I have, um, just things I don't need to use very often, like when I'm out in the world, like I have all my social media, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, etc., set up not to use cellular data, which one saves on data. And two actually just keeps me from like mindlessly scrolling when I'm out in the world. And I should just be experiencing the world. I can only mindlessly scroll at home on Wi-Fi, like, like God intended. Right. So yeah, that is my high level for February. Let's see if the number is interesting for you, I just pulled it up. So my total spending without the mortgage. And then I also took out property property taxes, because I don't want to share that number, <laughs> is our total spending was $4,343. Uh, biggest chunk was uh, eating. And actually the second biggest category was house cleaning. Um, it was a three paycheck month for my house housekeeper. We have them come every other week. So usually that means twice a month, but for February, they ended up coming three times. And yeah, that's about as low as our expenses go, I will say. I mean, we could cut that, right? like Could could I just not go out to eat at all? Could I like not have any streaming services? Could I cut back on the grocery budget? Absolutely. But that is, I've said this before. I feel incredibly lucky that at this point in my life, that's, those aren't the things that are really moving the needle and what really moves the needle on my savings rate ends up being big expenses, vacations, home repairs, uh, property taxes, <laughs> that kind of thing. And so I feel pretty good about that. Um, yeah let me know how your february was you you know where to find me (laughs) thanks for listening and yay you know what if you enjoyed this one thing you could do you just think about it uh take a screenshot of your phone that you're listening on right now and then share it on social be like hey i was listening to this and i liked it and then maybe someone else will find it and like it too all right that's all i got talk to you later bye If you enjoyed today's episode, you have a couple options. You could just enjoy that satisfaction quietly and privately. Keep it to yourself. But just an idea, you could also share this with someone else who you think would like it. Just a thought. You do you.